Hello and welcome to our first ever podcast. This is Magnificent Rumours. I'm C.B. Jackson and it's in bulk, well, Candlemas and various other names. We'll go straight over to the podcast recorded down the road at Abberton Reservoir. Thanks for being with us. Every week there will be a new reflection and a new podcast. See you soon. Hello and welcome to Abberton Reservoir here today, surrounded and nestled amongst the saplings. Uh, today's story is of the coming of daylight. A long, long time ago when the world was first born, the people of the north, the Inuit in what we call Alaska, had no daylight. And so they could not hunt for long, nor hunt very much, and live their lives in darkness. But the crow told them, told them of the rumour of daylight that perhaps he had once seen when he flew furthest away from them. They begged him for this daylight. Oh, but I am too old, he said. I'm too old and too tired to go flying that far. But of course, once they'd heard about it, it was all they could talk about. And they asked and they nagged and they pleaded until eventually he said, yes, he would go. He set off and he flew. But he was old and he was tired and his wings grew more and more weary until just he glimpsed over the top of some trees the sign of daylight. With his last energy he swooped up to the top of a tree and there he perched and looked down and saw a river with a village and people coming and going. And as they did so a woman came out from the house and went to the river to gather up some water with the stone jug that she had and a voice called and called her back and she went and he followed her and flew down and stood just outside the house. There inside the family were gathering for their evening meal but the child was crying and bawling. It was the house of the chief and he wanted his grandson to be happy and so he said to his daughter, go and get a ball of daylight. She went and she got a glass orb. It was like a miniature sun. It was fiery and swirling inside and she tied a string around it and gave it to the child and he played with it and swung it until it flew out of his grasp and rolled out of the door. The crow swooped. With his talon he grabbed hold of the string and set off flying. But the journey back exhausted him more and with his last flap of his wings he got to the edge of the Inuit people's territory and exhausted he dropped the string and the ball fell and shattered across the ground. The light leapt into the sky, the people raised their heads and saw blues and whites and shining gold. They looked around them at the greens and the browns of the trees and the grass. Yes, they said, now we can hunt further and we can hunt longer and we can see the polar bear as it is a long way away and it will not catch us and eat us. The crow warns them though, those fragments of daylight will not last a whole year and each year they would have to gather them up and bury them and keep them safe so that they could grow strong again for the next time they were uncovered. And that is why the people of the north, the Inuit, have darkness for half the year and light 
for the other half. And it is also why the people of the north will never hunt the crow, for they are afraid that he will gather up those fragments of daylight and take them far, far away. This is a poem, and it's by Tony Mitten, and it's called Days. Old day, gold day, where did you go? Over the skyline sinking low, into the arms of the waiting night, to nestle myself in its dark delight. New day, blue day, what will you bring? Light in the sky and a song to sing, sun bobs brightly, up with the dawn, spreading warmth as the day is born. This time of year is called many things. Some people call it by ancient Celtic names, some by more modern Christian names, but it is a time for planting for seeds. I don't know about you, but I, I will plant some seeds, acts of kindness, compassion and generosity that I hope that as the sun is at its full strength in August and shines upon my back as it will do on those Inuit people that those acts that I choose to make now will bear fruit then. Well here's our fun facts on Imbolc. Imbolc is an ancient Celtic holiday it's sometimes called Candlemas and it's sometimes called Oi milk, halfway between the winter solstice and the spring equinox. Imbolc means in the belly of the mother. The seeds of spring are stirring in the belly of Mother Earth. And oi milk means ewe's milk. Many animals give birth at this time and as a result they're producing milk. But of course that's not all there is to those festival names. Candlemas celebrates Bridget the Celtic fire and fertility goddess. Brigid was adopted by Christianity as St Brigid, the patron saint of Irish nuns, newborns, midwives, dairy maids and cattle. The stories of Brigid are associated with milk and fire, the home and babies, and the Celts made dolls of the goddess Brigid from straw. Young girls would carry the dolls door to door. Others had house cleansing rituals as a part of getting ready for spring. Hence, our term, spring cleaning, we'll finish with this little poem, which is an ancient one, goes back to the days of villages celebrating together by gathering together on a mound of snow. Old man winter, it's time to go. Take with you these piles of snow. Melt, snow, melt. Spring will soon return. A flame, a fire, all the warmth it brings. Melt the snow, cold be gone. Welcome back the spring. We'll see you next week or download the next podcast if it's available in your territory. Thank you very much for listening. See you soon.